Hey everyone, thank you for checking out episode 106 of the Jerk Practice Podcast. Real quick, I just want to let you know that uh, if you're enjoying the podcast or if you now listen to this and like what you hear, please share the podcast, tell a friend, uh, subscribe, that helps, give us a rate, a review. If you're a long-time listener, you've heard it all before, but you haven't heard an episode brought to you by sponsors. Today we have two and a little guy. First of all, this podcast is brought to you by Fox Hunt, a puzzle game by Henning K.O., available at itch.io, that's I-T-C-H dot I-O, for download. It's a treat. It's actually really fun. Not actually. It's really fun, guys. You guys should go check it out. Also brought to you by PersonOfMeritComics.com. There you will find original works by Casey Van Heel, including All That Is Lost, Knights of the Fifth Dimension, Palooka, Civil Four. They are amazing. They are beautiful. Check them out. I can't believe it's taken so long to talk about them. Lastly, definitely, leastly, uh, brought to you by Hans Freiwald is a proposal for you to send me any you want, including poems, limericks, which is a type of poem, sketches, pictures that I can describe, trinkets that are, are uh, you know, shiny and bright that I will um, tell you about. And hopefully very soon you'll hear your very own work on the pod. Also, make sure to keep listening and listen to the next episode where I will be drinking a minimum of 15 Dr. Peppers. And that is a little forecast of what you're about to get this episode. Hit it, Meg. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll introduce it while I'm talking to our, uh, our, our, tech, <laughs> our guy. tech guy. Yeah. Dude named Ben. Hey, dude. Fix this shit. Uh, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I am Casey. I'm Hans, and uh, soon to be joined by Henning. He's sending a, a a letter by express mail. He's just uh yeah he's in a conference call with Elliot Musk and Elliot Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Musk, the generic. He is with the generic Musk. Instead of electric cars, he's he's the steam car guy. Well, they've done steam. They've done electric. Uh, what 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 would what'll the next bit of propulsion technology will be? Wind, <clears throat> wind cars. Oh, that's oh yeah. Just put a sail on it. It's just a boat. <laughs> sail Land cars. Boat. Sail cars. Because what they say about electric cars is it doesn't help the environment at all because the batteries it uses no, to no. make them. You have to dispose of them and the process of making them. Just put a sail on a wagon. No, exactly. Just wagon that shit. Land boat. Put a magnifying glass on a top hat and a sail on your boat. You'll be hip. You'll be, uh, not economic. Economic. Uh, environom- environmental. Environomics. That's my Green New Deal. Over under electric cars, like beautiful pristine like non like environmentally friendly vehicle whether it's electric or steam french fry oil or i'm going horrific horse monster what do you think comes first like as like we'll ride animals like but go back but it's not a horse it's not a 
like an oh, actual horse well, that's born from a, a female horse. You mean well, genetic? It's a, it's a monster Ford girl horse on a tree. Will genetic? So you're saying mm. we'll genetically modify a horse to have four bucket seats? Yes. Will we have a free freakicle or like a, a clean burning vehicle? I go freak. I'd ri- I'd take a well. That's enslavement. But but what if it has no brain? Oh. But what if its brain is so zombie a worm horses. brain? Zombie horses that we stitch seats onto their backs. Exactly. I would. That's an adult swim cartoon, not a, not reality. Oh yeah, no, it's like a Rick and Morty where it's like, oh, this train is a super fast bullet train and it runs on clean burning fuel, and then they open the seats and it's just a bunch of tiny horses. It's like a human <laughs> horsepeed sewn together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Um... The future of transportation will hold because well, whatever it is, I won't my... be able to afford one. I know exactly. Walking right here, an electric car. Like I get, like I understand, but like you said, it still takes a fossil fuel to create the energy to plug your car. Like I can drive my car home and plug it into the wall. I'm still paying some asshole to make the energy. Right, right. So if if he's shoveling coal into a giant furnace, it's still eh. he's just I working will... double time. I will say this, and it's not, I'm not trying to uh, be the martyr spice, here. Spice alert? Are we spice no, alert? No, no, no. I should have prefaced this. I, my goal is to do or say nothing offensive on this podcast. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to try <laughs> to goad you. Well, I now, was... now we're playing 5D chess. I don't want nothing. Don't try to I don't want, and, and not that I ever have, but I feel like people can misconstrue, you know. So here's... Are you running for office? Are just... you going to be the honorable governor of South Carolina just... before I know it? I'm just... <laughs> <clears throat> I could do I could it. Use a job I got the charm. Got I got the charm. <laughs> uh, and I, and that's the thing. Pod, Pod Save America didn't mention the only Democrat, the Democratic congressman from Charleston County, the first that's been elected in three decades, and Pod Save America doesn't talk about that. Was Why? it someone's house cat? <laughs> they don't talk about it because he's the most he he's more Republican than most Republicans that ran. <laughs> no, he's like a traditionalist Democrat. Like, oh, he's, he's like... a Dixiecrat. No Pelosi, yeah. maybe a wall. I don't know. Wall just for you guys, just for my guys. <laughs> Oh, but also that's the shady thing about the wall. It's like you can find uh, Pelosi and Schumer talking about building a wall. Like, no shit. It doesn't take oh. much searching. If you search it, they're like, yeah, there's we should maybe build a wall. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, if we <clears throat> want to talk wall, wallitics, trademark. Oh, there we go. Whoa. That it. was an accident. Oh, get that's that out not- there. That's not written. I'm writing it down. There's now, a lot of shirt talk. Well, this should be the shirt talk podcast, but that's a shirt. Wallitics, yeah, baby. Wallitics. Oh God, come on. So I will say, can I, I call in? I'm calling into every Ohio call-in show. You can have it. You take Just Ohio. I'll take South Carolina. Henning can take Portland. Wallitics. These are primary states. These are important places. Oh my. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh oh yeah I I don't know as far as the wait are you taking are you taking the the Trump side on this though are you going oh, newt do I you want neutral 
Not no, you want I one, think it's stupid. Do you think a compromise should be made with the wall? Do you think the Democrats are being just as non-budgy as the Republicans? I was going to say Trump, but basically Republicans. Uh, no, I think they're in the right. Mm-hmm. The Democrats being in the right. I think him holding out for the wall is just uh, posturing. Yep. I mean, he just wants to look good. He needs his buzzwords. He needs his things. And how, depending on how much you read into it, since the furlough, since the government shutdown, there are sanctions on a number of Russian companies that are expiring and will get looked over because it's on the shutdown. So you could argue he's possibly just stalling for other reasons. Sure. And whatever those like to look cool, to serve the uh, national football champions, the college national like gross old hamburgers. Let's talk about it. Hilarious. I think. I mean, all I could think about was how many Dr. Peppers did the retarded one drink? That's all I thought about was fucking Forrest Gump. That was it. I was just like, how did he position himself? To look good, because every all everybody's thinking about is like, that's just like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I got a bleep. I don't know why. I see. I wasn't even thinking. I don't know why. I don't uh, like the hard R word. Is not something I use, and it just what, came uh, out because I was Gump? thinking of Gump with a hard R. No, I thought the same thing too. It's like it's a thing because he made it a thing because he was like, I'm gonna spring. Like he could have bought, like. Washington, D.C. has some of the best restaurants in the country. He's the president. He can get food from wherever he wants. Not only that, he he's said... He's got it for free. He'll pay, but he'll said he'll pay out of pocket. And That's he, what I'm saying. Get the fucking fanciest restaurant to just do food for you. As whether much, you pay for it or not, whether you trump them in the end and just go, I'll pay you later. But even, even if... Whatever you want to argue about, whether he's worth a billion dollars or three billion dollars or four hundred million dollars, he's got a fuck ton of money. So sure. it is crazy insulting that. Yeah, uh, I, I it's think like, it's an insult. I don't know what it is. It's the weirdest thing. This guy cannot. He, this guy keeps. He's he's King Ralph. He's an alien. He's King Ralph. No, he is King. Like that's giving him too much. But because King is, Ralph, no, you're bold. going too like. He is not a young John Goodman vehicle that should have done better than it did. No, I think it's like, because I thought the same thing. First, Gump. Totally thought Gump. And then I was like, is this what he thinks college kids like or want? Like, because then there was like a comment where he's like, they're big guys. They eat a lot. And I was like, is that spicy? Is that not spicy? Am I just conditioned to see spice? Do I have spice in my eyes at well, all tw- times? It de- yeah, right. There is something to be said about what side of... I think it's disrespectful the- because they are conceivably... I mean, they are the best college football athletes in this country. And you could argue some of the best athletes in yes. the world. So you fed them Big Macs and Whoppers? You fed them dog shit. Like, that's crazy. So let's let's take the athlete out of it. Not many people get the uh, have the opportunity to visit the White House. Yeah. So, I, oh wait, Henning just joined in. <clears throat> uh, we got we got a quick quiz for you, Henning. Wait, make sure he's clapped. But, uh, in. Dude, dude, let me let me start recording. Okay, I'm in. Clap. Uh, which 
Tom Hanks movie do you think we were talking about? Yes. <laughs> uh, Canadian Big. American oh, Big? That's, that's a good a, guess, though. That's a good yeah, guess. That's a good one. Philadelphia Story. Ooh. No, Philadelphia. <laughs> Which one could I have inadvertently been spicy right off the bat with? Uh, Philadelphia? Hmm. That's <laughs> true. I would never. I would never. Bosom Buddies? It's not a movie. No, we were talking about Gump. We went Gump. <laughs> of course. Uh, so, wh- what's your feeling about the president feeding rat food to the college football champions? All on his dime. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's all of my favorite rat food purveyors. Co- he had the fry. Hey, you know what's the biggest biggest shame is he had the fries out there already not under heat lamps for posturing cold wendy's fries what a piece of shit cold soggy they don't get soggy soaking through their buns and everything i'm going like game of thrones level of like you show up and you got if you give me cold fries it's gonna be we're going to the mats swords are coming out Red wedding. I'm going to stab your pregnant wife for cold french fries. I would have been the guy, I think, one, I wouldn't have been on a national champion football team. Would you have asked for (laughs) a microwave and then a damp paper towel? No, I would have been like the ungrateful high school kid for the, like, with the shitty basketball gym coach who was like, Oh, he really splurged. Like, just saying snide <laughs> remarks in the back. like uh. Wiping your face on the drapes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it Like I was telling Casey, uh, we, 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 this is where we left off, Henning, was just like, forget the athlete aspect of it. Forget the Trump aspect of it. Like, there's you just don't, you get very few chances, and most people don't get the chance to right. visit the White House for a special occasion. But if so, that was like. It? It's just, I don't know. You go from the highest high, right? Which is you're the best. You're you're the best. You're a member of the best team at what you do, and you show up, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, I mean, have a couple cold sandwiches in the garage." I but now like I didn't expect you. You invited me. You invited me. What do you mean expect me? That's true. That's true. Just they... let me know not to come. Order a pizza. Let's forget no the White pizzas. House There thing. are no hot pizzas there. Crave case. Come on. <laughs> he expected. He just didn't think through the consequences of no government uh, being able to cook him up a special dinner for these guys. Casey mentioned that doesn't mean you have to get shitty fast food. You just get nice food from a catering place. <clears throat> hey, a caterer... Does no, does no one that works for you know how to work an oven? He got it's, his favorite food. Put it on food. a plate. Why would he think about anyone else? Huh? Well, that's true. That's it's a selfish nice. choice. It's real wallonomics or real wallatics. Wallatics. There we go. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking wallatics before you before you got on him. Guess what hey. wallatics are about? Hey, Harv. Wall drug. Harvey has joined us. Harvey. Little scamp. But were you guys recording or is is this on air now? We've been you're, yeah. we we I'm late. we've been I've been recording since 7:30. Yeah. Just talking Henning, to the you're wall. Like our, you're like our first That's caller. That's when the of podcast the starts, Henning. 
I do Whether have you're here or not. I do have a theory while we're on while we're on the whole Wallatics thing. Uh, Wallatics being a, a generalization for the raspberry. I gotta Wallatics being like the lack of any politics, any right, any right. tact or any strategy. It's the current era we live in. As I will right. talk to CNN yeah, radio tomorrow. Yeah, we live tomorrow. in a Wallatics era. I got something to tell you about Wallatics. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, so I think there has been a stroke of genius this week, though, and I hate to say that it. I don't. I won't credit Trump for it, but I'll credit whoever's looking out for his ass. And I want. I'm. This might sound conspiratorial, but on Friday, uh, we're recording this Sunday. It doesn't matter. Recently, uh, a bombshell story was released by BuzzFeed News about. Mm-hmm. Michael Cohen being coerced to lie directly from Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. All I saw it early, early morning at the I saw it at like six thirty on CNN because I I watched the news like at the gym the one time I went to the gym, which was Friday. That's always and, the time you're like, can I talk about? <laughs> and uh, um, so everybody's reporting. They're like, hey, we haven't confirmed from BuzzFeed News, but. This is the story, and then they play it out, and they have their analysts, and every news media outlet was doing it. And then at the end yeah. of the day, Robert Mueller, who makes no statements, his mm-hmm. team comes out and says, yeah, yeah we can't corroborate that. Uh, we, we won't – That's basically they said that's not true. So, yeah. yeah, why my, are you guys trusting BuzzFeed? Quit it. BuzzFeed News, right. Let right. me do the <laughs> – let me uh, come out with something first, then you guys sure. can write the story. But Henning, BuzzFeed mm. was completely accurate on 25 things that only millennials know about in 2019. <laughs> I, no, Dial-up phones. And I <laughs> VHS rewinders. <laughs> Backstreet versus NSYNC. Those are true. True news. We're killing all those industries. But my conspiracy they... is here. Is real quick. Sorry, Case. But no, just because go I'm going to lose the train of thought, my cons- my my thought process is, and nobody's nobody has reported on this, just like nobody's used the term politics yet, mm. is that Trump's team leaked a fake story to BuzzFeed yeah. News to mm. literally uh, um, Got, not accelerate any to, kind of sympathy that he could, yeah, to further bolster his concept of bad. fake news. So to now he can legitimately see. Here's an example, right? Yeah. Everybody followed it. Uh, exactly what you said, Hans, because Ashley and I were talking about that today, and I was like, Ashley, did you read about that BuzzFeed? Because she, she reads BuzzFeed more than I do. I get BuzzFeed when I check my, sadly, when I check Apple News in the morning when I wake up. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> so I read BuzzFeed every now and then, but she's on And I only read and Atlantic. Like, Go on. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Well, <laughs> what they does came Atlantic out have to say about burning CDs, Henning? <laughs> <laughs> are they pro or con? Are they a LimeWire? Are they a the Napster of, organization? Booby um, restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley was like, no, they do a lot of like reporting, like interesting reporting. And I was like, oh, and we talked about it. So I think it was specifically because BuzzFeed said they had sources. So yep. they didn't just like have a fucking dickhead like in the office like write me a story about how much you hate trump 
And their like source. They had yes. Go ahead. Like two sources. They had two sources. So what I think happened was they were fed on paper what seems like credible sources. Like this was a hit job from like that's what I said. I was like, it's either Trump or like Roger the CIA Stone to make you go, oh yeah, BuzzFeed. They're the assholes that do the quizzes. Don't trust anything they say as far as news. Right. And then also, hmm. like, Mueller coming out going, like, I don't want to get scooped by BuzzFeed. I have to make you think they're BuzzFeed. Oh. Also, if you want to get slightly conspiracy theory e, Mueller was in charge of the Boston office of the FBI during the whole Whitey Bulger thing. So he is also the fucking scummiest scumbag you could ever have in any position of power. Ooh. Did he He's put a, a padlock in that guy. sock? Like, he knows. He sent Whitey Bulger to that prison to get murdered. So I think BuzzFeed got hit. It was a hit piece to make BuzzFeed look like quote-unquote BuzzFeed. Yeah, but why, but why hit take down BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed? I think not... it was a hit on the whole media. Because they scooped it. So uh, here's my thing. Someone so, thought... So, Someone thought BuzzFeed will run with this, whereas Atlantic might not. Let's feed them the two sources. Oh, then BuzzFeed yeah. has to report it. Then everyone has to pick it up from BuzzFeed. It'll get out there. Who, Let's yeah, do it who, through the most uh, path of least resistance possible, which is Buzz, BuzzFeed. They're mm. going to do it, or they're less likely to be... They're, they're more objective because they are the most outsider outsider. Guys, see what you're saying. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, I'm not all in the bag about, like, I think to a point, a lot of these news agencies have lost objectivity because they are beholden to the, who owns them now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, whereas BuzzFeed is kind of this weird, fluky thing that just exists, it's like, they're the ones, like, I don't, like, I'm playing armchair house of cards over here. But, the, but that's what I thought. It was like, it just makes BuzzFeed look more like BuzzFeed. Yeah, but the Atlantic Which is, is a owned pointless by gesture, the... wouldn't you think? Yeah. The Atlantic's An empty not... gesture. Ye... Right, right. You'd want to take down the New York, the failing New York Times if you were Trump, but they, right? they're already a thing. They're already... He... But that's the thing. Like, Trump needs the New York Times as a foil. They are the bastion of liberalism, but they are also a owned by a company. So they are like Facebook. They're liberal, but they're a corporation. Here's why I, so I like, think there's like a Batman Joker relationship between Trump and New York Times. He can't. Yes, he New he York can't Times. Like if he them, fights with BuzzFeed, he looks like Trump actually looks like him fighting with the New York Times legit like he's punching out of his weight class he's punching up <laughs> I see. Yeah, but here's my feeling is that and again i think going back to the possibly things going on below the surface buzzfeed is the impetus so they get the fake story they get the yeah. legitimate fake leads they roll with it because i think you need Did to think be? that buzzfeed let's not forget buzzfeed makes this story boom they're like, 
you know, Gawker was before they were destroyed. You know, like they get they, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they are yeah. competing with the big boys. So they're ready to roll. They're like, fuck it. Let's roll with it. If it misses, all right. we're BuzzFeed. If it hits, we're <laughs> we're great. But BuzzFeed what, plot. We, bec- we, we, we evolve. Join the upper right. We become something else. But take right. BuzzFeed out of the equation. So other than the fact that whoever landed this hit piece knows that BuzzFeed's, BuzzFeed's, Bud, BuzzFeed is going to roll with it. And what happens is the like the branches of everybody rolling with the BuzzFeed story, even though they do that mm-hmm. fake bullshitty thing where they're like, we haven't corroborated it, but they run their whole day news cycle with it. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, Trump can go, you guys are all boners. I mean, uh, they <laughs> the, the new source that I get, and it's a completely bubbled mm-hmm. source, one of them, is Pod Save America. And I was like, huh, Pod Save America has an episode. They don't put episodes out on Friday. Bonus impeachment episode. Like now, on Monday, tomorrow, these guys are going to come out because it was a half an hour on very... Pod Save America can get very bro-y. And it was straight up bro-y, like, we got you, basically. They're popping bottles like, this is it, Mm -hmm. baby! Yeah, and a lot of people were acting like that. Um. Cool. So now their legitimacy, now and they're a bad example because I think it's very easy for anybody on the opposing side to just dismiss any legitimacy from them whatsoever. But the legitimacy of any left-leaning uh, news organization yeah. is brought into question, and Fox News can spread their butt cheeks, and it says well, "bob" on it. No, part of what I think is like, but that's the thing. Like MSNBC, CNN, like these, all of these news organizations, they do the same thing that BuzzFeed did. They do a quick story from a source. They say they have a source. Right. We'll never know who the source is. And like, that's what CNN has done since Trump was elected. They do these things where they're like, Trump's coming down this week. And then they talk for six hours about it yeah and then when it becomes nothing it goes away because they've talked it to death and it goes away and they moved on to something else and also if trump comes at cnn that they're like good because we need the ratings you're gonna raise us up so to everyone except buzzfeed these this was a secondhand source i don't like that kind of reporting and and i I agree shame on them all but if BuzzFeed wants to be taken seriously, they now need to check where these sources were and found, find and I'm curious, what exactly. went wrong. If it I was from the Trump administration, they, now they then have the they biggest have their story excuse. ever. Right. And then you have the problem now, like, let's say, hypothetically, the sources they have on paper are, like, they met them. This wasn't, like, an anonymous, like... WikiLeaks dump, like they met the people or they were approached. Now they can either a take the hit and try to hope it pans out, or b out this source. But then you've started this sort of cascading effect of outing anonymous sources, and oh, then yeah. you're burning sure. that bridge. Like I again, I think it's a concerted sort of like. They want BuzzFeed to go. It was, you know, Joe Schmo and Sally May who work for Trump. And then that gives him more cachet of just like, like, 
it's just so hinted. I don't know if they have to out the sources, but they have to fucking dig deep and look into it. This is part of what journalism should be, is to check out your sources. And if they gave you bad information, they're off the rolls, at least. Conspiracy on the other side. You guys want to hear this? And this isn't an original thought of mine, but I'm intrigued by it. It was a hit piece created by the, as Casey says, Mueller. What do you call him? Mueller? Mueller? Mueller. Is it Mueller? Mueller? Looks like Mueller. Does look like Mueller. Mueller. In German, it would be Mueller. Mueller. Yeah, Mueller. Is it Mueller? Mueller. Mueller, Mueller. Mueller. He is Mula, but so <laughs> Moulin Rouge, <laughs> the fabulous Mula. This is a hit piece Mula put Rua. out by Mueller's team, right? And mm-hmm. on purpose because Two. they have never um, spoken against any other story. So by speaking against this one story, it technically gives legitimacy to all the other stories. That's right. What, what doesn't sit with me is like, why? You're the FBI. Like, why this? Like, why BuzzFeed? Why now would you be like, oh, no, everyone silence the cacophony. This one thing that was said by this guy. That's what's just weird what about Hot it. said. He's wrong. Something's getting close, baby. But what does that say about all the other stuff that has been reported? You're right. You're I don't right. know if he's going to get scooped if, if the FBI's worried. I like, here's. Maybe there's an FBI thing. I don't know. Nothing. I don't know. Here, my 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 last two ten cents on the wallonomics. What I keep saying wallonomics on the wallatics we're talking <laughs> wallatics. about is I don't think I think I'm gonna I'll even be conservative here. I think seventy five percent of his report gets redacted and not. Uh, delivered to the public black sharpie that's sure. i think yeah. we are gonna we have been getting sweetly jerked off but here for two yeah. years and they are gonna leave our balls bluer than a blue bean bag baby <laughs> i they, we are not gonna, possible that's what i again I, this is not an original thought i heard somebody this morning on like meet the press and i was like this is perfect he was saying that this story up more so than other stories before it was refuted was like mm-hmm. so jumped on because it felt conclusionary. Like it felt like it had some yeah. like concrete yeah. closure to it because it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, that is clearly illegal. Clearly, um, uh, an action taken by the guy right. looking to bring like it's, yeah. it's illegal action taken. It's direct. So there you go. Finally, there's nothing you can do. Your back's against the wall. You have to impeach. There's precedent and it's right in your face. So he's like, that's what everybody wants, because that is what everybody wants, because nobody's like, everybody's fatigued. Everybody. You can't get a two year hand job, even though it sounds like paradise. Guess what? (laughs) Too much of a good thing leaves you chafed around the tip. But what if it's just with a glove, like with a leather winter glove? Like, that's what it's been. It's a two-year hand it's job with hard like a, yank? a rough hewn glove. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Well, it's like an iron worker's hand or something. You want it to be over? It's kind of okay for a minute. Keep Mueller looking doesn't in the want eyes. it to be over. He wants to keep jerking, so that's, that's why I now. Think. That's why right for this story. If 
I I'll be curious if nothing happens. Like I'm with Hans. Like I could see there's a world where <clears throat> because when they came out with the Hillary emails thing and they're like, there's nothing. It's something, but it's nothing. Blah blah. If that happens again, I don't know if the FBI can exist right anymore. Like in, legitimate? In, in the sense of like people will just be like, then what do you do? Yeah. Well, right, because what happened with the, um, what's his name, Kavanaugh? What happened with that? The FBI was, again, another fucking limp blanket. Uh, we kind of look, uh, yeah, 24 hours, eh, we don't know, but probably not. Like, they didn't give you, the FBI is supposed to be fucking Hoover standing up in his high-heeled, sh- like, in his staunch suit, being like, we're the fucking FBI, <laughs> this guy's enemy number one. We start a job and we finish it. Like they're supposed to be the straight laced, like well, to the point then, guys. We got wafflers, like... more waffly than those waffle, f- cold waffle fries. Fight the kicker eight in the in the presidential <laughs> bathroom. It was like fighting the mafia <laughs> made them cool, but it was just an organization that collected blackmail on people. Right, like through all of Hoover's administration, he was just like. I don't like you. I don't like what you're doing. I'm just going to try and collect data and blackmail you. He's the original lister. He should yeah. be on the Jerk Practice podcast, you know. He should be on Mount their Rushmore. show. He should. I wish we could have the ghost and of Herbert Hoover. And his kinky sitting next to me <laughs> on his glass table. That, I mean, how come, do you think we have figures that, Um, I don't know if dynamic's a word, like, you can't do we ha- like you can't make that up. The head of the FBI, who like is specific head of the FBI for years, pro- possibly the most powerful man in America for close yeah. to a half a century. When he gets home, he feeds cheese to a houseboy in in you know uh, a woman's onesie. Like that's insane. In his mom's underwear. Right. Yeah. That. What are, what's the question? Do we have figures like that anymore? Yeah, why don't we? Everybody's so out in the open and free. We need. I want to learn something thirty years from now about like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Rachel Maddow, like you know, want to keep some, salsa with a chindo or something. I don't keep know. some dark secrets in the closet so you can. I want find skeletons. Them out later. I want shamalans. Yeah. I want twist endings. <laughs> exactly. You're exactly right. It's like a shamalani esque ending. You're like. I want some crazy shit when this guy dies. That's the age of technology, though, right? We know everything about everyone. You know what I mean? For the most part, yeah. So there's never going to well, be there... like a sweet <clears throat> reveal again. Well, it's like the guy... And uh, it's see... also a chilling effect on that kind of behavior if everything's always out in the open. Uh, right. If you have a dark secret, you better not. <laughs> better stop that now because social media will get a hold of it immediately just like those creepy kids in the maga hats that were (laughs) were scumbagging a native american vietnam veteran like the douche i they are the douchiest pieces of shit and it gave me good seriously gave me goosebumps not obviously it was sickening and angry do you know what i'm talking about Henry? sorry yes and casey um yes i do so for the listener goosebumps so back to the goosebumps. I had goosebumps. Gave you the plague. It no. It just reminded me of. I legitimately could replace the specifically the one kid with the smirk, 
like right nose to yeah. nose with this guy, uh, yeah. with this protester, I could replace his face with almost a hundred kids I went to high school with. Just like, oh, sure. dude, uh, it was just <clears throat> chilling to me how nothing has changed. Like you, you think know, this world is more and more progressive. Sorry, guys, is more and more progressive, and kids. Fine. It's like, no, no, they're all just buttholes, and and and, the, and sheep. Sorry, go up, go for it. He's just a like butthole. Like I saw that picture last night, and then since have like tried to do research. I didn't want to because it's like fuck that kid. Someone kicks his fucking head in, and they find him in a ditch. <laughs> Right. I'm like that was what I thought, and I was like, "That's not fair. That's not cool." Like he's, he's still a kid. He's, he's still, still a product like, of his uh, education or home and education. I'm, I'm, and I'm basing this on a photograph that was but if he was by eighteen, Oswald, which isn't fair because yeah. it's already uh, coded in the fact that it was like, "Oh, it's Pat Oswald." Like I respect Pat Oswald, and he was saying terrible things about this kid which you should have based on that picture and then today looking at it and talking with ashley like there's like two and a half hours of video surrounding what happened before that photograph yeah Mm -hmm. which is crazy and it's even crazier than the picture that you see so that kid was part of like a hundred kids from a Catholic right. high school, for an so anti- which immediately that... I was like, A, they're teenagers, they're unchaperoned. Private school. Which you find out, private school, but also, you're in D.C., we all know this from living in New York, they're down by a monument. I guarantee you they bought those MAGA hats 100 feet away from that monument. That's an interesting point. a shitty point. stand, and one of those kids, because it's just... It's like that Marilyn Manson, like when we were in high school, it was like, oh, fucking wear a Marilyn Manson shirt because it creeps people out. Hmm. So they were unsupervised. I don't know this for a fact. I'm just like imparting like they had these hats on because they're fucking 16 and they know they don't kn- under they may they don't get conceptually the get what Trump means, but they know it pushes people's buttons hmm. one way or the other. So you have these hundred kids unsupervised they're hanging out outside this monument they're brought there for the the life march mm-hmm. what march you don't see is there pro, are pro-life like, thing pro-life there's a pro-life march um there's like six or seven uh black israelites mm-hmm. which for anyone who doesn't know it sounds as amazingly spicy as it is yep. it's just I know them from Minneapolis and New York. It's pretty intense it's a group. They are very intense. They they set up. Sometimes they look like masters of the universe figures. Like they wear armor, have megaphones, and they have giant paintings of like, like awesome like fantasy art of like black guys in armor with white slaves. Mm-hmm. Because they believe that there were it was the black Israelites, they were the first people, and they're very incendiary. I've walked past them; they like to scream at you and say shit, and you just go, "Oh, cool, cool armor, bro." Right. So you have this you have this group of black Israelites screaming at these hundred kids, and then the guy who got the stare down was part of his own march and tried to defuse this weird 
tension that was happening, and then it turned into that stare down. Which I think the kid is still a douchebag. Like I sure. don't, but he didn't go out of his way to like meet this guy and stop him. The older gentleman, the Native American gentleman, was trying to defuse this weird situation and then got stuck in a way weirder situation than he ever anticipated. Sure. Between a a wall of white mega hat guys and black Israelites fighting. He's like, yeah, this is... But I fought Vietnam! He also, when he they talked to him after that, he's like, it's not the first time, obviously, I've faced racial violence. In 2005, I came across a frat party that was a fraternity oh, yeah. that was having a quote-unquote Indian, Native American, Native Indian party. So they were all dressed up in war paint and feathers and shit. And he was walking by, and they're like, we're doing this for you, bro. And he's like, you're not doing that for Thanks, me. Bro. And then they called him, like, something horrendous and threw a beer at him. Like, so, I mean, whether that's true or not, that's the story. I I, I, I could see it happening. Um, but anyways... So, Kenny, you can agree with me. I don't know. Let's let's interpret what Casey was saying. He supports white nationalism. And should yes. we strip him of his committees? <laughs> <laughs> Please. That's so, the first I've heard of the I'm Black Israelites. I'm sick of being on the wildlife committee. You've never heard of the Black Israelites, Henny? No. That's kind of neat. The He-Man armor. You could oh, be. Oh, yeah, no. If you maybe did a nice animated com- like promo for them, Henning, you could be the first fair-skinned black Israelite if you play your cards oh, right, no. which would be amazing. <laughs> my first, my first encounter with them was in Minneapolis. Yeah, and it was when we worked at that Starbucks downtown, Hans. It was like I randomly worked on a Saturday, and it was like Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoons. They'd set up on this corner, and I shit you not, the guy was dressed in, like, a purple suit. Yes. But he also had, like, the King Tut, like, headdress thing on. dream coat. You look like a groovy, Technicolor dream coat. Like, dystopian future, like, Blade Runner. And then the one guy had, like, brass, like, armband things. And then an mm. iron, like the Sultan wrap, but it was all metal. So you're just, I was just like, it's cosplay. This is, looks amazing. I was like, what am I stepping into? And then, you know, we're like, you're white. You're the worst. I was like, oh, okay, excuse me. This isn't a and d thing, I guess. So <laughs> since we've already talked about Forrest Gump, and that was a natural transition. Mm. And since it's a jerk practice podcast, I have this written down. But going off the black Israelites, how come we can't get some Lutherans so incendiary? <laughs> and I was thinking, you know how your whole life you say, so I'll show you where I'm going with this, because I had like an epiphany. So my father worked for this company for 25 years, for my entire childhood. Um, it's an insurance company. Casey, you'll know it when I say the name, but it mm. was so... Such an everyday. It was his company, right? So the name of his company mm-hmm. is Say It Every Day, and it wasn't until like I had like a like a little tchotchke, which was a nail clipper that has the you know his company swag. My father hasn't worked for them since like two thousand and one, 
but he worked for a company called the Lutheran Brotherhood. Right? Oh, we could totally make that more menacing. Than so it I just said, it's like, oh, dad's going to Lutheran Brotherhood, the Lutheran Brotherhood, Lutheran, we're having a convention of the Lutheran Brotherhood. And I was like, for some, some reason it hit me today. I was like, that's a crazy thing to say. Like, I'm part of the Lutheran Brotherhood. And then you so, put your, your hood up and light your candle. So I think Lutherans, armored metal jeans. <laughs> Socks made of barbed wire. <laughs> we could stand yeah. on the street corners, hand out bad cookies and coffee, and we can enslave. Uh, I don't know about this slave part. I don't know. No, what? it's gotta be uh, <laughs> just Lutheran. I'm trying to think of like, what if you were like the first Lutheranites? The <laughs> Lutheranites. <laughs> that's good. I don't. Lutheran Brotherhood has that connotation, like. Oh, brotherhood. You're getting together out in the wilderness, making shit well, they, happen. Their it's whole like the Islamic brotherhood. history started like in... It's like ISIS-y sounding. Their whole history started in, what, 1500 with Martin Luther on in the 95 Theses, so... And he was... They kind of started... Yeah. They didn't start that long ago. They like and their mortal stuff. enemy has always been Catholics. Walls. So yeah, so, so their who, adversaries are the they'd Catholics. Have to... Uh-oh, right. don't get that war started. Middle munchers. Wink. You won't be around too much longer. You want to start that fight, Lutheran Brotherhood. No, now the Catholics are weak. We can get them while they're down. I know, especially with this PR scandal of them yelling at the Native American veteran. Like, mm. come on. Shut Kate, them down. Shut Kate. them all down. Guys, and anyone out there listening that wants to join us, it's time for a panty raid on the Vatican, baby. Nerds, Revenge (laughs) of the Nerds style. (laughs) That's amazing. I wish that was like Revenge of the Nerds 4, because they have the new Ghostbusters coming out based on the amount of time that's passed. Like, I want Revenge of the Nerds 7, but it's the 30 years since the first one, and I want all the original nerds panty raid in the Vatican. They do, I, I will say, one, I need to hear more about this Ghostbusters thing because I didn't hear that. Two, we're so due for an original Revenge of the Nerds, and you know why? Because I think we can finally get the main nerd who got too big for his britches for a while. You know what I'm talking about? You know about? what? Anthony Edwards. It's funny you mentioned Revenge of the Nerds because <clears throat> one of the last shifts I was working, they just play AMC on the television. And they were doing, like, because it's post-Christmas, post-New Year, they were like, eh, it's fucking 80s movies. Uncle Buck, like, classics, great stuff. But they've been playing Revenge of the Nerds on, like, repeat. So I've been catching more and more of it. And my first thought was, like, it's crazy they haven't remade Revenge of the Nerds. But my take is the nerds are the jocks. you got to flip it. Of course. In this day and age, it we, it's Musk's. Cobra Kai. The Revenge nerds are on top. The jocks. They Revenge of the Jocks. Revenge Return of the, the Bros. We shall say. So jocks should it's be. It's not the necessarily title. the political climate for a, a bro anthem movie, but if you were to do Revenge of the Nerds, it would be the most non nerdy guys coming to college and getting berated by successful Steve Jobsian nerds. Do you think, so here, we're talking the day after the Women's March. 
<clears throat> which has its own controversies, which I read about, which was pretty... Ooh la la. If, if you were Donald Trump and you wanted a uh, protest organization against you to crumble, I don't think you could have wished for a better <laughs> infighting crumbling of this. It's, it's, it's pretty awful. I'll say I that. I didn't hear anything like this. He outlasted him, huh? Oh, I, I can explain that to you, but... Uh, oh, I will. So, this is unfortunate. I, then really I can one. pitch my Revenge of the Bros. You can pitch Revenge of the Bros, but I want to pitch another revenge. First of all, this is Revenge of the Pro tests, because <laughs> the Women's March, so the organizers have since clashed because... Um, a couple, a few of the original organizers are women of color, and they mm -hmm. refuse to take a back seat to some of the, rightfully so. I should start off by saying that because uh, women's rights movements have a history of racism, right? Just like the country does. So the original suffrage movement, the suffrage marches, gotcha. they were like, Yep, we want women of color to be part of the movement. <clears throat> By the way, you need to march in the back because we cannot upset the southern uh, politicians to get this stuff passed. And then sure. uh, the feminist movements in the 60s and 70s. Again, um, I forget. Betty Friedan has a history of uh, vocally talking about um, racial preferences because she doesn't want any, didn't want anything to get in the way of women's equality so sure uh femininity femininity over racial equality blah blah, blah. right a conversation I say, about I race blah, blah, then blah. supplants but so what happened conversation is about sex. these women were feeling these women of color were feeling um uh what uh backseated back thank you henny uh Ooh, spicy spicy henny. that's spicy but um <laughs> uh the other women uh, a couple, uh, or maybe specifically one person, is Jewish, and she fired back, saying that these women supported Louis Farrakhan, and Louis Farrakhan is oh, undoubtedly uh, anti-Semite to the oh. nth degree. Uh, Un-Jewish. Right? Yeah, he's un-Jewish. And so they refused to denounce him, so uh, the protest butt heads... And so these women of color uh, started their own group. They split, and the the woman uh, of Jewish descent and women, white women, uh, started their own. So every march, women's march that happened yesterday, was technically oh, God, two marches happening in unison that weren't unified. And the march in Charleston yesterday had to. Uh, it was so unorganized that finally, last minute, they didn't know who to quote unquote side with. So they didn't get a permit. So unfortunately, the Women's March in Charleston went from, you know, the it wasn't huge like New York or D.C., but in the thousands uh -huh. last year to 45 women marching across a bridge yesterday without a permit, like not marching, walking. Like it totally sure. deflated. It um, went from a march to just a, a walking group. Yeah, it's, can it's, just it's, go, nah, it's super unfortunate. Um, but that being said, my main point is, could they make an all-female Revenge of the Nerds? And could Hollywood have the guts? Ooh. And this is this is really getting into women's equality. Could Hollywood have the guts to make a real nerd, female nerd movie? Or would they have to pick women? 
who were attractive and just put glasses on them and pocket and make them dress mm. nerdy. Could they get us some real nerds? You're going Lady Revenge of the Nerds. Lady Nerds. I think it could happen. Well, they're uh, going to be actors, movie stars anyway. They're not they're nerds, be... yes. But I'm talking about the attractive factor. Because I'll tell you he's the going, original He's going nerds... Anthony Edwards. He's nerdy, but he's Hollywood nerd. Was he the nerd honk in that? Because he... Not a he didn't return. He only made the, the computer cameo in two. All right, I'll give them one hot. The rest have to be knots. <laughs> <laughs> Do you work in Hollywood currently? Because I feel like that's the language they use. Give me one hot, and I'll give you the knots. Okay, they're gonna work for half pay because the pigs. <laughs> no, I, I, I obviously am saying that as a character, but I'm just um, saying, do they have the guts to do it? One, they should make a. Why wouldn't they make a female Revenge of the Nerds? But I don't think they'd do it I justice, really and all they would I do be is get a bunch of horny nerds huffing and puffing over fake sexy nerds. Because I don't think over anybody holds... What would you call it? Uh, Revenge of the Birds? Jock, jock washing or something like that? I don't know. Jock wash. Yes, please. <laughs> jock wash. Oh, nice. Um, not, not as good I as don't think anybody holds... Like I feel like Revenge of the Nerds is ripe for a sort of like reboot the way the thing like the john carpenter's the thing is awesome yeah it's a remake of an old movie Mm -hmm. but nobody Mm -hmm. really gives a fuck about the john hawks the thing unless you've seen it and it's cool and it also works in league with the john carpenter one like nobody gives a fuck about revenge of the nerd so you could do like a reboot with all women, and I don't think anybody like. Oh my god, I love the original nerds, six trilogy, and there there are no girls in it. I mean, like, it wouldn't no be cares. as big of a backlash as all female Ghostbusters, but there's still going to be there's going to be a backlash. What, who, yes, what is I like the original. Is that the female Ghostbusters movie is fucking bad? It's a bad movie. Yeah, I never saw great. it. I wanted to. I, I'd hoped it was good. Everybody in it are very talented, but it's a really, it's a bad, just regular movie, but as a Ghostbusters movie, it fucking sucks. Yeah, that's the thing. Can you separate that it's all female? I think it's fair to do that, because lately, I just have to say it, all big blockbusters, especially remakes, are just bad. Like, did it just leave you hanging? Did it just leave you, like, with a bad taste in your mouth? Like, just like nothing, Um, it was like... Just a fake, like, uh, inflatable what? version of a movie, no, no substance. Like that's what I feel well, like these the remakes. Are. It was like a movie with a, that needed a story and satisfying conclusion, but they just appetized their way through it. That was Ooh, my hey, it ho, hey, 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 stop! Up, up, what? The stuff that they used that was Ghostbustery was like they had a cool like headquarters, like the stuff they chose to adhere to was i thought was okay but then they like the fight at the end of the movie like the bad guy turns into the ghostbusters ghost from the logo so like the big puffy ghost hey, but spoiler. it just looks like the state state puff marshmallow oh yeah because he does so they right. straight up just have that they have the same ending 
but like didn't do an, an, an a creative enough way to subvert it. Do you guys want to make the biggest movie of the early 21st century? Ghostbusters from jock the wash? viewpoint let's jockwash it from the viewpoint of the ghosts. So the Ghostbusters Ooh. are the bad guys. We get yeah. backstory of ghosts. I like it. They're stuck in the ether. They're they don't they don't want to be there right. as much as anybody else. And these Ghostbusters suck them into a box and put them into the are weird they... ghost, um, uh, ethereal world. Or no, what, what ghost? Um, what's it called? They're Purgatory. Contain... Are they stuck the in the containment unit or are they out in the ether? Is it like a prison break, or Ooh, is it? Oh, Henning, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like a great escape, but it's from the fucking containment unit. Yeah. And you got the world's greatest ghosts, which was pretty cool in there too. They in a few of the animateds, they went into the yes, containment. Very unit, cool, and it was like very I'm saying cool. a purgatory or they haven't plumbed weird. the depths of the animated show. Mm-hmm. And I know that because that's one of the few animated like TV show cartoons Harvey will watch. Interesting. So I've rewatched all of the Ghostbusters cartoon. It's good. Like, there are some episodes, like, there's a lot of cool stuff. It's like, why wasn't that the, in the new Ghostbusters movie? Or why wasn't that Ghostbusters 2? So, when we started but, all this, you had happening? mentioned there's potential for a Ghostbusters movie actually in there's the works? There's not even potential. There's a teaser. They yeah. are filming in a few months. They haven't cast it yet. It's Jason Reitman. The yep. director of Thank You for Smoking and Juno. Uh, Up in the Air, Juno. For super talented director. Like I think he's awesome. Wasn't Ivan Reitman's it is he the son yeah. of Reitman. Son of, of Ivan Reitman. Okay. Yeah. So he had a pitch. He pitched his dad. He doesn't have to pitch his dad to do Ghostbusters, but he was like, I have this idea for Ghostbusters because I'm technically the first Ghostbusters fan. Because right. he was like eight when his dad made it. So he saw sure. his movies first. He was on the set. <clears throat> so he got greenlit to do a sequel. And it's in Ghostbusters 1 and 2 proper universe. Like it, they're doing like they did with Star Wars. Like they did like enough time has passed. It's now. It's going to be 2020 when it comes out. Is it? And that's the amount of time since the since Ghostbusters 2. I mean, is it original cast? Is that what you're saying? Original cast. Uh, they they're speculating they can get old busters. some of them, but I don't know if they will. Oh wait, how can you? Oh, so new Ghostbusters in the universe? Yes, it takes place in our Vankman Egon Ray. I see. Oh wait, okay, so I didn't know that. So the um, latest version of let's not even call it oh, the, the female lady version. Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. That has nothing to do with. That's just a total no. reimagining. They all have a cameo in it, right? Ah. But not as like their character. And what I was reading about was, hmm. I th- I think the only reason Bill Murray was in it is because he was legally strong armed by Sony to be in it, or they would sue him somehow through some weird contractual thing. So oh, Bill Murray has a funny part in it, but really? he's this like. The feet, sort of like a designer who shows up at the mayor's office. So it's like a perfect Bill Murray part. Sure. But he's not Vankman in it. Hmm. Dan Aykroyd's a cab driver. Ugh, I hate this shit. 
I don't like Ernie that Hudson's uh, Ooh, the uncle of uh, Leslie Jones' uncle. Leslie Jones's uncle. Spicy. I didn't write it. <laughs> Sounds like you did, based on all that MAGA talk back there, supporting smirking teens, jock washing it, jock strapping it, <laughs> jock wash. So good. Just do it. We should just fucking do it. It's just Lady Revenge of the Nerds. It's called Jock Wash. Uh, Wash those jocks, nerds. You sports nerds. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a new Ghostbusters 2020. It's a lot of big news coming out. Henning, you got anything going on in your world? <laughs> I'm executive yeah. producing Ghostbusters. You didn't break the three. news already while I was gone, did you? Yep, we spoiled it. We we <laughs> outed you. No, of course not. Me and E-Weaves are getting married. Oh, spicy double spiced spice spice what? tea latte i don't know just, i haven't been using that term right all night just keep going with it don't dilute the these spice. politics of yours now casey and i were talking about the ring he thinks right. you guys are too liberal for the concept of a ring i think you just animated her one who's right <laughs> It's a VR uh, thing. Just put your goggles on. No rings were exchanged. We just said we're going to do it. And I'm going to buy some rings on Etsy. Hell yeah, yeah. that's what I got. <laughs> There's your liberal bent. So we're both. Uh, right. No no diamonds, no blood diamonds. Hell no. Well, I knew that. Unless I it's knew a, that. unless you got someone's blood and like sent it away to make it into a diamond. <laughs> You could Which just... they can do with people's ashes, I found out. Really? Mm. One pound of a loved one's ash, you can send it away, and someone will turn it into a diamond for you. How much does that cost? How Another many dead cats? Do, how many cats do I have to kill to get my own diamond? Does it cost less than a diamond? <laughs> my, my cat diamond. You want a cat diamond, cats. not a human diamond? <laughs> it's about a cat dust. How much... You guys will know this. How much does a human body create in dust uh, ash to cremate it i don't know how look much do you end that, up if with you look at the urn uh, it's probably about about a, about a mountain dew can worth pounds? five pounds <laughs> like a 20 like a like a two liter two liters two of liter. bone dust okay. two liter oh two all liter i have to go dew. on is all the urns being scattered being accidentally dropped i've seen on movies and tv shows it's like a coffee can <laughs> All the all the urns accidentally sneezed in over oh, the years. Nothing beats a good ash sneeze bit. <laughs> Especially when that Native American protester <laughs> blew some of that threw some of his as- ancestors' ashes uh, into that that's smirking your... jock's <laughs> eyeballs. That's Sitting Bull's bone dust, you fool. <laughs> I rated his <laughs> Sitting Bull's rated his crypt. No, but that's also speaking of like also beating down the native american but like i there's like i was reading about and it's probably conspiracy but that uh the skull and bones mm-hmm. have they've like literally stolen tecumseh's bones <laughs> to the point where they're like they have it like on lockdown because it's like all of these rich white assholes over the years are like we're gonna steal his power we steal his bones like the skull and bones are stealing tecumseh's bones they're true to their what name. What do they do with it? They need it for a ritual? 
or something. Put it in George W. Bush's butt while he fucking chugs a <laughs> natty ice. Like, they, I don't know. They freeze the bones and they do vodka shooters down the femur. Ooh. So, uh, two things that makes me think remind one thing it reminds me it reminds me of. So one is uh, I need to be in a secret society. Two, no. you gotta steal me some Indian chief bones. One is it sounds like congratulations. <laughs> he says congratulations. <laughs> she says um, thanks. Uh, back to important stuff. That reminds me of the Nazis looking for relics. <laughs> reminds me of the Nazis. Mula. We're talking about mula. So right, so they're looking for artifacts to help them, right, to fulfill these prophecies of like mystical yeah. things, right. Two, uh, I'm listening to a really good, I'm going to buzz market, a really good podcast by uh, uh, p- produced and narrated and created by Rachel Maddow about uh, the Spiro oh, Agnew uh, situation about uh, Nixon's vice president who was literally taking envelopes full of cash like he was the warden from the Shawshank Redemption <laughs> while he was vice president. But all these tapes have come out because he was literally strong arming a senator whose brother happened to be the special prosecutor trying to, you know, indict him. He was strong arming this guy to get his brother to lay off and the person he wouldn't do it face to face. And it's now 100 percent proven in both his records and this senator's audio diary that the person strong arming him was George H.W. Bush amazing he was sending bush to shut his ass up and it's all there written down clear as day vocalized clear as day the only man who doesn't know where he was when kennedy was assassinated i'm just saying he was caressing some (laughs) bones apparently i now we know who the third shooter on the grassy knoll was to come come to bones (laughs) (laughs) don't do that it's a bone bullet (laughs) Oh, that's great. Another, another notch in the conspiracy belt. It was a boned skeleton. It was angry revenge. at a Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> An angry ghost. George H.W. Bush, angry Ghostbuster. So there's just, yeah, uh, that's what that made me. I don't know. How do we get on Tecumseh's bones? Oh, I know. Going down a real. Some off Bone diamonds. Some, some, Bone, Bone diamonds. diamonds, yes. Oh, Henny the Cage yeah, diamonds. How do we get? Yeah. You knew. Do we want to do the Kevin Bacon? <laughs> how 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 long did it take us to get from good news to <laughs> not not conspiracies? <laughs> Just one degree. Not the same as usual. Henning's getting married. Oh, by the way, Hitler got married <laughs> before he blew his brains out. <laughs> wow, you did it in one. Good, good work. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell people from now on. That Meg's not Meg's ring is not just my grandmother's ring. It's made out of Hitler's ashes. <laughs> oh my god! If only you know if they had it back then, someone's got a Hitler diamond. Ugh. If you could, someone would. Sure. That's how they smuggle his ashes out to Brazil. <clears throat> I'm saying that's our side hustle. 
We gotta start selling Hitler diamonds. Celebrity. It's made action. out of a pound of cat bones, but we we tell everybody it's a Hitler diamond. We can be hucksters. It doesn't have to be Hitler diamonds. It can be, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Idiamine uh, diamonds. <laughs> like I'm trying to think of another despot. No, not despot. Get a, get away from the the horrible mass murderers. Go for like Charlemagne a, diamonds. You know, uh, a Clark Gable diamond or something. <laughs> you can sell to the old biddies on HBC. Ah, I don't like that old drunk. <laughs> he wasn't a was he a drunk? Yeah, I think he died when he was like forty. Oh, uh. Uh, bogey. Speaking hum- of Humphrey Bogart. Ooh, I take a Bogart diamond, no problem. He died when he was like forty-two from lung cancer. Big smoker. Might have been he seventy-two. Like he was I don't know. A hundred. <laughs> like I can't imagine. Like I've I've seen a movie with young Humphrey Bogart, and I was like, don't believe it. Mm. Not possible. Yeah, he can't play. He's young. never not been forty-seven years old. That's what I'm nervous. I'm nervous that I I'm. I'm never going to like, like, so you are Hit that hot spot, that sweet, just you are as old as you feel or act. I don't know what it is. I was talking to a guy and I was like, you know, oh, this guy's got to be like, I don't know. We've got an age. I was like, oh, this guy's got to be like 26. Right. Uh, but he was like 30 uh, or no, this guy's got, excuse me. I got it backwards. This guy's got to be like. 39 this guy's got to be way older than me and he was like five years younger than me just his behavior or his look demeanor everything i just i don't know how i appear externally i can't gauge it it's like a person that has a disease like i feel like uh, i feel like i look 15 to everybody still and i don't know if that's a detriment or an attribute you look like you're down at the Lincoln Monument screaming at a Chinese no, there's woman. Just, there's this aspect where I was like, I just don't feel in place in this world. It's like uh, that Meg and I are rewatching, and I cannot. It was it all happened on accident. I don't. I'm not a big proponent of you know reliving rewatching an old show. And when I tell you the mm-hmm. show, you're like, why would you rewatch an old show? She was like, I needed something to put on the background when I was, you know, just had to keep an eye on Ruby. So she started watching The American Office. It is. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I watched it numerous times. Exceptional. Yeah. And there's a part where my, there's an episode where Michael Scott has to he's going to promote Dunder Mifflin at like a jobs fair at a high school. <laughs> and oh he God. comes out and he's wearing like high top sneakers kind of like jeans you would buy not in the kids section but not in the adult section in that weird like streetwear section yeah. <laughs> like the fourth floor in macy's or something i was like i think that's how i dress like you do i need to hang up the jean jacket a michael scotty <laughs> wearing fubus but then you put me in a suit and i look like a <laughs> like a serial killer like I, I, I don't fit not only do i not legitimately fit in clothing like i'm not a 32 i'm not a 30 in the waist i'm like a 31.5 so everything fits odd anyway my length my my jeans are either extremely short or way too yeah. long so physically i don't fit but then emotionally it's just like <laughs> It's I'm 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 I think if you could, you know, 
if there's a new like psychological illness you can put on something like bigism or something (laughs) i might have it (laughs) i think i got it i got a case of the bigs stunted yeah i got a case of the bigs no i got you but you're like if you wear a suit you're like i need it to be that sepia color so i look like i should have been playing with hank williams senior because it's that like ill-fitting suit like you just you look like you lived through the depression you're like i don't belong in a suit I don't know what I, I don't know where I belong. Street well, black Israelites, beard. black Israelites. If I know. just had to wear armor every day, problem solved. Doesn't matter what <laughs> you exactly. are, you are as crazy. Purple as you suede are. suit and like the King Tut mask, you're in, baby. That's the section, fa- fantastical section of history that you belong in. Mr. Yes, Time. I need a place. I'm not a narcissist, but I need to be remembered in history as something <laughs> unique. Hans is a Lutheran Atlanticist. Yes, leader of the... So, oh, Brotherhood, that's why. I was like, kept thinking, I was like, when we were talking about rebranding Lutheran Brotherhood, I was like, Brotherhood is used negatively, and I just remembered. Yeah. It's used in a very negative uh, Yeah, connotation. Brotherhood's lost that luster. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying, like, but I've said it my doesn't whole evoke, life like, a pickup basketball <laughs> game anymore. You don't want to be in a Brotherhood. No, you're like, what is this, a fucking brotherhood? I'm out of here. Yeah, no. You end up getting a swastika etched into your butt cheek with a book of matches. <laughs> That's where that road leads. This is a rough So you want to be camp. in a... <laughs> so rebranding to a convocation? What? A congress? The Lutheran... Con- the the Congregation. Lutheran congregation. Drop Lutheran. You don't want to. You don't want to put yourself in that box. You don't want either. I'm in the part congregation. Of that. Just... That's oh. fucking scary. By the way, that's totally Take, scary. Go, go back in You're time. You're like a Flash villain. We're part we of could... the congregation. You know what's big right now? Narrative podcasts about history. We make a fake narrative podcast about a f- and true crime stuff mm-hmm. about a fake cult in the early '70s, a la Jonestown mm-hmm. stuff called the congregation and we could mm-hmm. make it fucking crazy creepy the creepiest thing you've ever heard that sounds dope that's a great idea actually that's and it's about trying to survive in this current media environment right. trying to survive all the way since the 70s you can smarten it up sure you could correlate it to what's going on oh yeah you got the weird like power struggle evolution of like well what what whoever started it was pure and then you have that dynamic of like how do we make it big we're 40 years in we've had we've had our elron now who's the miscavige yeah exactly elron to muscovage 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 he's italian by the way David Muscovitcher. The Congregation. Convocation of fools. Of jerks. I say we just legitimately started. (laughs) The Walletics of the Congregation. Get your tinfoil jeans on, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Tinfoil jeans. (laughs) I mean, if we start a fake cult, it'll probably become a real one. Yeah, that's all. Oh, if we just had, if we could just get me undies on board and we could get some more damn listeners, <laughs> that's <laughs> all I've been trying to do. 
<laughs> it's true. You... All it would take is like one person with some with some chutzpah, and then it'd be a real cult. If you if we started a cult, would you want to be the face man or running it behind the scenes? That's a good question. Based on all of the cult documentaries we've watched, everything we've taken in. Yeah. Would you want to be the go face the Elron or the Miscavige? Or who are the other guys throughout the years? Jim Jones? Did he have a yes. vaccines guy? He had Did a he vaccine a woman. Hand? Uh, oh yeah, and she was gnarly. A battle axe. It, I I don't think anything would have. Well, I don't know. I can't say what would have happened, but most likely it wouldn't have went down the same way as tragically if she wasn't as efficient as she was. Because he, <laughs> she was just lazy. You can't be no. Just if she didn't exist, like you can't yeah. be. Like if you're just crazy, which he mm-hmm. maybe always was, but by the time he was taking like. Um, methamphetamines or whatever, all these other drugs, and slipping mm-hmm. totally, like, you're, you lose your efficiency. It's just like Hitler. Like, yes, yeah. he is always crazy, just like Hitler. I, I can make an analogy to Hitler. He was always crazy, but towards the end, he was shooting himself up with, like, buffalo poop and amphetamines and shit. So he was, like, off the rails, but he'd set up this structure mm-hmm. and these people that had not gone off the rails that were still running the books like that we're still because doing the procedurals and that's when it's like a survival thing you're like fuck i put five years into my of my life into this and Mm. this guy's fucking snorting buffalo semen (laughs) no this 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 has to work no this will fucking work because i'm not going back right i'm here right fucking now and i'm not starting over like that's how that shit happens you're like Fuck, we're way into this. This is fucking working, so help me fucking God. And she, I think she's the one who put the bullet in the back of his head, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. He was the only one that she, she trusted her to do it. Otherwise, his ass would have been alive. <laughs> I know, yeah? You, you sign your own... Could you imagine if they fucking Jim Jones would just like coming down from fucking Quaaludes? <sighs> Jesus. And he's like, oh, fuck. Wait, everybody's dead? Oh fuck! I'm going to jail, man. I just, I just picture it like a he got fam- off easy. That she was like, "No, I'm killing you." Just picture it like a Family Guy aside of him. Oh no! Slowly totally. backing out. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, so face man, huh? and then what happened to her? She, she drank the Kool Aid. Uh, she killed herself in some way. She might have done it in a because oh. the Kool Aid way was as much as people talk yeah. about it a really horrendous I think way to kill yourself she just made sure everybody else was dead and then she was like ah, okay now i'm good Did and she then she survived? killed herself yeah no she killed herself there was some yeah uh so yeah you have your beside behind the scenes or you can be the face man and they don't make documentaries about the behind the scenes it's true i'm going like what kind of face man Maybe wild wild country Katie. wild country oh that's a good face man that's my kind of yeah, face. Yeah, the man, Rajneesh, and then who was? Yeah, who was the woman? I like, Sheila. I like people lying to me and kissing my butt. Taking a quote from Ghostbusters. <laughs> nice. Pull it back. 
Yeah, I'm going uh, Hail Bop, sort of. What's his name? Neil Blumkin or whatever uh, the fuck his name was <laughs> from fucking. Wait, ap- Applegate? Applegate. Applewaith. Applewaith. Something Applewaith. weird. It's not Applegate. Apple Whittable. Applegate is Apple the merger Thwait. that's going to happen if all these techies get their ways. <laughs> Gateway 2000 and Apple. Applesoft. Yes. Available on Amazon. Boom. <laughs> After, uh, what was it, Jockwash? Jockwashed. Yes, they'll jockwash Silicon Valley. They'll just, yeah, you know, we'll clean them out. And then San Francisco can be cheap and scummy again. Yeah, no more computer chips. Let's make basketballs and footballs. Yeah, man. How about potato chips, dude? (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking tagline. Enough computer (laughs) chips, more potato chips. Jockwash. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm really off the rails on this one. We hit Wallatics, <laughs> we hit Forrest Gump, we talked Lutherans, might have said something genderly offensive. Um, gender Spice, yep. Gender Spice. <laughs> Gen Gens. <laughs> I, I was trying to make spice. something with ginger. Well, I mean, we got Hitler diamonds, some beta cats. We got Nazis in there. I think we've hit, like, you know. Yeah, all, all our, our sweet uh, spots. All our all our majors. We checked the boxes. All of my we haven't talked about a serial my, killer. All yet. of my rings are on the gauntlet. Well, that's what I look like in a suit. We kind of there we go. Jim yeah. Jones, serial killer, potentially. True. True. Yeah. 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 And we Donald Trump, serial killer, maybe. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Could be. Buzzfeed. Where are you on that? George H. W. Bush, serial killer, Iraq. Number oh, one, biggest, biggest of a of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Because he created the second Bush. <sighs> Afghanistani. Who is responsible for so many deaths? Yes. So what did George H. W. Bush look like when he see when he was what feeding? What he was trying to protect Nixon? He must have been in his thirties. He oh, was like a scrawny that. weirdo. H.W. George H.W. Bush was a fighter pilot. He was the youngest fighter pilot in World War II, and that was, he was 17. So put that together. As a Nazi, he fought for Germany. Yes. Well, he was he was secretly bringing back oil for his dad, <laughs> Shooting Prescott. Shooting American airplanes from behind. <laughs> but so he was 17. So even when he was doing the Nixon thing, he was still bones. 50 years old. Yes, he was throwing he was bones at Nazis. <laughs> I guess you're right. He was like in his fucking late 40s. Yeah. All right. But he's like creepy. He was still the same creepy guy that was the president, like scrawny. Like he's the he looked like we were talking about. He looks like a serial killer. Weird, like lispy voice, creepy those, glasses, those cries on a lips. dime, threatening, but non-threatening. You're like, is that a threat? And our, I think he can follow through on that weird threat. And his favorite song is like something serial killery, like Son like of a Chantilly Preacher Lace. Man or something. Chantilly no. Lace, I just got that. <laughs> yes, that's weird. Oh. That's a perfectly weird. You can picture like a serial, you can picture like a Tarantino serial killer David right. Lynch movie where he's just gotten Dancing done. Dancing in like, front of the mirror. You know, 
killing a boy it's and like chopping his Herbert head. Herbert Hoover's Chantilly panties over an exposed light bulb. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing like Chantilly lace, and he's putting like lipstick on his nipples and, and a pretty <laughs> face. And then he just does that like Nick Cage where he runs his fingers down the guy's face like face off. Oh, and mm-hmm. a pretty face and a ponytail. And then he all of a sudden has a really long weird ponytail you didn't realize down his back like Buffalo Bill. You know, I always thought, like, I always thought the Big Bopper deserved it. <laughs> I'm just saying, that song, he was way, he was an old, like, radio DJ. He didn't even write his own song. He was just riding the weird rock and roll wave. So these two young kids who had their whole lives ahead of him, and I was like, Big Bop, no, not Big Bop, deserved it's not the right word. Like, it was fortuitous. It was... It was a godsend for him, pardon my, you know, for lack of a better oh, word. Oh, I like, get what you mean now, right. He wasn't, what is he, he going to follow up Chantilly Lace with? I got my tennis shoes on a, like, running around. A hot beef sandwich in <laughs> fucking Tennessee somewhere. Right. <clears throat> I see what you mean. Like, he took down Buddy Holly and fucking he went out on Allen's with him. Maybe he took the controller. <laughs> he just tanked it. That's what they call it, right? Like, controller? I got nothing to live for. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Did you ever? There was a great. Is he the most prolific serial killer? Because I'm killed... going high profile. He killed two of the greatest rock stars of all time. One plane crash. That's worth a book. Mm. Big Bopper. Do you think there's a biography about the Big Bopper? Because there's just too many biographies out there. I mean, I know he has a son, so I would assume there's a biography. Little Bips. Little Bips. <laughs> Big Bips. <laughs> little bips what would oh my god now it's i just want to on his hands because he's in prison because he's a fucking biker gang methamphetamine dealer what is chantilly lace by the way uh, it's the, really fine it's is the it lace chantilly's... you tie over someone's eyes lure <laughs> <laughs> them into a hotel room no, but I think of like a la- lacy panty set. That's not what he's talking about, right? Is he talking about like a frill on like an old like dress? I think it's a frill on a dress. Chantilly For us, lace like, had a pretty face. With lace a has a way different connotation. <clears throat> and so, a wiggle when you walk and a wiggle when you talk. He likes I'm a wiggler. That is a serious. <laughs> like, there's so many different. Like, yeah. that has like. Well, that's weird, creepy, under, like... Oh, my God. We could do a revisionist history movie where fucking Buddy Holly totally saved America from the most prolific serial killer of all time because it was fucking Big Bopper. He was about to transcend out. and become big time, which would legitimize all of his Chantilly murder sprees he's been doing at fucking truck stop hotels. You got something there. What if it's even deeper? It's a historical fiction about Big Bopper, the Chantilly Lace killer, or he's a so he's a serial killer. He's getting away with it. Buddy Holly, like Twenty One Jump Street style, infiltrates the rock and roll world. Whoa, he's undercover. Yes. It's got to take him down, and then finally, all a Nick Cage action movie style, they take take it out on the plane, and it goes down. He's got two options. You know, I take this motherfucker take with them both me. down. Yeah, and poor Rich, Richie Valens. Eh. O'Donna, come on. He's, come on. He's there for the ride. <laughs> he had La Bamba, man. 
Labamba. Is Labamba bigger La because he's dead? <laughs> Labamba is a no non-starter. I'm gonna go Wallatics. Labamba's a non-starter for me. <laughs> Build that wall to keep Labamba out. Oh God! No, 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 no. I'm going Chantilly Killer. Yeah, Big Bopper, serial killer, and Little Bips. Maybe he's going to avenge his dad. I just can't think of what a synonym for Chantilly lace would. I, like, is Chantilly a color or a fabric? Oh, I got my pleather Southern. pleats on my Southern jeans. Place. No, because they have Chantilly cream. I don't like anything about it. Chantilly, <laughs> I don't like the whole everything. I don't think. I it's think a... it's that effect, like that folded effect like it's always wrinkled and that's supposed to be acceptable you know when you when you do like whipped cream out of the the thing and it has the ribbon i think it's that ribboniness say that's the skin hey we just hit our 10th mark we're talking creams oh there we go (laughs) pack it in we're talking creams nice once we get to cream chantilly cream Chantilly, Chantilly cream killer in my dreams. Little bits <laughs> got my schemes. My daddy was a killer, and now I'm a thriller. Ooh, baby, that's, that's what a I pod. Like. As he's like, <laughs> then drowns that poor vagabond in the bathtub. <laughs> that is creep. That is a creepy song. You're right. One of the. It's up there, man. What do you say? That be a podcast. I think so. That bips. We hit all How, our How's that marks. for Wallatix? So, yeah. <clears throat> you gotta bring Wallet it back. Build. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Thanks. That's for the. That's for the coldie. Can't say it now. Say it? Okay, fine. I want <laughs> Chantilly murders in my dreams. A lot of creams and <laughs> schemes. Jerk <laughs> practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love. thing about meeting the president of the united states is the food they put you in this little room with just about anything you want to eat or drink and since number one i wasn't hungry but thirsty and number two they was free i must have drank me about 15 dr peppers creamy panties in my <laughs> dreams panties Jack washed. Jack wash. <laughs> 2020. That's the name of the pod. Creamy panties. Because I want everybody Jack-washed. to throw up. Oh my god, I didn't even tell. <laughs> I don't even think we talked about it on the pod, but I was telling. If you. if One, I'm going to cut that whole creamy. It didn't work. I, I don't like it. I so many things <laughs> I might just get yeah. a little chop treatment. Everything about it didn't work. Oh, one, spruce, two, it makes me sick. Job. But I was telling Casey about a, a a kid I work with. This poor kid, he he came down ill. He got pink eye, and we it was discovered he got pink eye from trying on sunglasses at a mall. Ugh, I know it's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. It's the worst. That's what a Chantilly lace killer does, bro. <laughs> like that's the lead up. You know how serial killers have to build it up. That guy was putting sunglasses up his ass. They just start with thrill. fecal matter on the on the sunglasses. 
It's like my toes fell off because I tried a shoe on. Like, it's so gross. <laughs> it's like, really... how do you get a disease from sunglasses? Like, what did you have to do to make it so diseased? You do have to put them on pretty tight to the pupils, though. I will say that. I mean, you can't, like, cough with your eyes. Like, you had to, like, get grossness on the... Ugh. I suppose you're like, if you're gross and you've like been picking at your butt and you're like, ooh, sunglasses, trying to impress your lady and you give them a, (sighs) clean them with your fingers and then there you go, pink eye. It's just grimy from your shit fingers? (laughs) Oh no, it just makes me ill. It's terrible. I got pink eye from sunglasses? Like that? Pack it in, dude. Where else do you get, who knows where else you get pink eye from you know i guess it's better than the alternative you can get it from the guy that did it to the sunglasses <laughs> just squats by you right before you put them on and just puts his thumb in your eye <laughs> just picturing you lowering sunglasses on your face and then henning farting in your face and you're like no nah, i think i'm good there you, and that's... then the next guy puts your farty sunglasses on his poor face that's the uh, that's like that is like a funny quick like uh, I don't know like sketchy or animated you're like oh those are yeah. nice pair of sunglasses you know because they have the dark lenses you put them on <laughs> and then when you take them off you're like I don't feel right and you just got these goopy soppy eyes <laughs> it's like yeah like the the fake like oh look through my binoculars and you come back and your eyes are black but they're just brown <laughs> God mm-hmm. heck. I'm writing for this season SNL, by the way. What? Oh, it's ready to no, go. I'm just kidding. With my hack butt, my butt eyes sketch. Andrew <laughs> Chantilly Lace sketch, Congregation sketch, <clears throat> Lutheranites. <throat> These episodes are... Ch- Each podcast episode is a Saturday Night Live episode in its own right. So if you play it to end right as, like, you start our podcast right as the last half hour of SNL starts, syncs up. No, it's going to be a groovy trip, man. That's right. It, you know how they always have the burners at the end of SNL? It's That's like the us, ones baby. they don't We're think the are going to work. We're the burners. You have to start it at right at the moment that the first Kyle Mooney sketch starts. That's us, baby. We're there. We're with him. Standing together as black Lutheranites <laughs> at the end of the... <laughs> That's better. The like <laughs> the competing of you. Uh, just that would be a whole. I wish I, you know. Sometimes you wish like the things we talk about was just, or at least in my head, like just I want to live in this. As weird as it is, I do want to live in this fantasy. Like I want to be walking down the street and I want to <laughs> see an argument between two groups of um protest. There wouldn't be protesters, but uh, evangelicals. And I go. What is what's happening here? Black Israelites fighting the Black Lutheranites. And <laughs> just, I just want to put out the a Black Israelites tra- and the Chinese Lutherans. They, they don't get along. Oh. It's like a Guns N' Roses album. Chinese Lutherans. What was... Oh, Chinese Incident? What was it called? <laughs> Chinese, Chinese democracy. democracy. I'm thinking Spaghetti Incident. <laughs> Chinese Spaghetti. Low main? Which would be a hipster food truck in LA, don't lie. Chinese spaghetti. New ramen place. <laughs> yeah, there you go. They all call right. it chigetti. Alright, alright. We're, we're, we're really we're really pushing. 
it. Stop stealing my ideas, would you? Uh, Wallatix. <laughs> Should have ended with Wallatix.